You know, the thing about going to the movies is you have a difficult decision that's awaiting you. Mm. Hmm. You go to the movies and the whole time in your head, you're battling all the way to the counter. Am I going to eat popcorn or not? Yeah, I, I knew you were going there. Am I going to have a peanut M&M, a milk dud, a red vine? We went to the movies this last weekend. Little Mermaid, shout out. Saw it wow. was so good. Julia, it was so good. Wasn't it so good? It was my favorite Disney remake, the live action. I got to agree with that. So and good. we were in a packed theater. Yeah, same. They were cheering. <laughs> I was, I've never, I, I haven't been, you know, since COVID, I haven't been in a packed theater like that. Yeah. Unbelievable experience. Wait, was, was the movie like plot for plot the same? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was unbelievable. It was I, honestly, I loved it. Nate's a hater of it. No, yeah, don't hate. No, don't hate. I've just seen it of the yeah. remakes, so we'll see. You can't be a dad that tries and hate on kids' movies. This is very <laughs> difficult. That's a whole conflict of interest. Anyways, my point is, we're walking from the parking lot to the movie theater, and my wife asked me, "Are you, are you gonna have popcorn?" And I go, "Absolutely not." She goes, no, no, no. Just let's just you know. And I'm like, oh. She was looking for. By the permission. way. By the way. You can have as much popcorn as you'd like. You can even put butter on the popcorn, which is a whole separate issue. You could get candy if you'd like. If you want a Diet Coke, get a Diet Coke. But you're not bringing me down. Because I made a decision before I got in the car. Tonight, I will not have any of this wow. junk in my body. Yeah. I've not always been that strong. I've had some weak moments, just like you two. I've had some times <laughs> in my life where I've regretted it. And when I've regretted it, I've just dumped all the peanut M&Ms into my popcorn oh, that has butter in it. I've had those moments. <laughs> I've had every type of candy you could imagine in a movie theater. However, this night I walked in strong, confident, godly, holy, set apart, useful for the master. <laughs> I said, I'm not indulging in this foolery called the snack shack. I'm going to be strong. And I stuck to my guns. And she felt awful afterwards, and I felt great. And that's what leader. Wait a second. Wait, just wait. That's not what leadership's about. <laughs> My point is, before you go into difficult circumstances, mm. temptations, as they as they say, full mm. circle, you got to make up your mind before you step into the moment. And that's just some tips. That's just right there. That's just, we're just, we're trying to add value to your life. Yeah. Make up your mind before you step in the moment. Welcome back to another episode, Leaners. Leaners, are you leaning right now? Where are you at? In your car? You, are you on a run? You leaning? Lean back. Do the rock away. Lean back. Where do you listen to podcasts the, the most? My car. In the car. Mm. On the way to drop off? Car, car well, drop off, car, or I got to say, on a run. Mm. sorry third place airplanes mm. yes sorry airplanes is, is one of my favorite places to listen to podcasts yes. so uh in fact i just binged a whole bunch on a long flight i had a five-hour flight i was just in the, in the zone uh if you are listening right now and you are actually physically leaning shout out to you if not we get it you're <laughs> you know you got stuff going on uh we are very thankful for everybody yeah. truly everyone listens subscribes comments shares likes as you said nate it helps the algorithm <laughs> and nice. don't forget you did a great youtube plug the other day what's the youtube plug the notification subscribe yeah yeah the whole thing yeah. don't you miss an episode yep 
get the notifications on. So hit the subscribe button. Okay, today we are jumping into our summer bucket list. Love it. Summer bucket list. Every summer, Julia and the boys, they make a massive poster with everything we're doing this summer. It could be Dodger game, sleep outside under the stars. We're going to make ice cream rather than purchase ice cream. We're going to do a beach day. We're going to do a Disneyland day. It's a dream list. I want to come up with five things today that I want you to do this summer. This is your lean in summer bucket list. Great. Okay, so we we got a lot to do. Remember, remember. In fact, I've been reading Proverbs of the Day. And one of the things that uh, um, I think is Agur, I don't know if it was Solomon, Agur, I believe, his 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 wise sayings, he was marveling at the ant. Mm. Look at the ant. Yes. And everybody else is chilling. What's the ant doing? Working, getting, preparing for harvest season. I know it's the summer. I know it's hot out. I know it's beach weather. Except for if, unless you live in L.A., it's June gloom. My God. I know we could be playing, but we're getting ready. That's right. We're working on some stuff. I'm going to give you five things today. Number one, I want you this summer to convince yourself that you are somebody. Mm. Wow, that's so great. The reason why I'm saying this is because I think deep down, everybody wants to be somebody. This summer, I want you to convince yourself that you are somebody. In other words, what we're working on this summer is your identity and your confidence. Love it. Mm -hmm. People follow the confident leader before they follow the competent leader. That's right. It is not how much you know. It is how much you believe in yourself. And so on the summer bucket list this summer is developing an insane, an exuberant, an over-the-top amount of self-belief. Right. Because I know that others will not believe in me if I don't believe in me. Great. That is just, oh, that was a loud laugh we just had come ripping through the studio. That's fine. That's that was, fine. That was Dominique. Yeah, that was definitely one of our co-workers. It's fine. She, can you send her a text and let her know that that obnoxious laugh is not, I'm kidding. That's a great laugh. That's a sincere, that's a, that's a wholehearted <laughs> laugh. Anyways, but w- w- one of the things, if I could gift every leader one gift, you think about all the gifts you can give a leader, million bucks, Library of these kind of writing. Um, a relationship. If I could gift every leader one thing, I would give them the gift of confidence. Wow. I love that so much. It is the most underrated quality of a leader. Mm. Because most people are battling themselves. Most people are walking into rooms going, am I welcome here? Do they want me here? I think to be a talker, by the way, it's not that you love the sound of your own voice. But you have to believe that people want to listen to what you have to say. That's right. mm-hmm. If you're not working from that advantage that people want to know what you're saying, then you then you've already lost. Yeah. But it's that confident. It's you know one of my favorite words. I probably said it a thousand times. Moxie. Mm-hmm. It's that aura. It's that vibe. It's that. Some people are so confident. It's in in in. I'm not talking about arrogance, of course. Because I saw someone say, don't let my confidence threaten your insecurity. Right. I don't, I don't appreciate that. No. I don't, I don't like that at all. Because that to me is, um, it's being too forward. What I'm talking about is being comfortable in your own skin and being unapologetic about what makes you great. Hmm. I recognize that 95% of what I do, anybody could do. But the 5% that separates me is my unique makeup by God. 
and the unique gifting that God gave me and my stewardship of that. And so I don't leverage that or weaponize that just for my benefit. I actually weaponize it for the benefit of others. Mm. And to me, when you get confident, then you get comfortable. And when you're comfortable, you start making wise decisions. That's right. I'm going to use Post Malone lyrics here, but, you know. All right, let's go. Let's, let's go. What does he say? A, a paranoid man makes paranoid uh, plans. Wow. And, and you're paranoid, you're kind of like, I don't know. Is it gonna, Is next year going to be this good? Is, is it going to happen? What's the future? No, no, I'm confident. Yeah. I know who I am. I know what I'm called to do. I know my mission. I know my values. I know the vision that's in front of me. I know... I I'm I know who God is. I'm good, mm-hmm. and I know that none of this is about me. Right. So I think this summer I want you to work on. Here's on your bucket list number one, your confidence. You want to be somebody deep down. I know, leader, hear me. I know deep down you think you are somebody, and you're probably frustrated that you're not there yet, and you've probably had on the brink of success, on the brink of breakthrough. You've probably been so close to breaking through, to being seen, noticed. Uh, invited, mm-hmm. whatever, fill in the blank. Because deep down, you really believe in yourself that you are somebody. Guess what? You are. That's right. You are somebody. And believe that and go with that. And it's bigger than just self-belief. It, it, it To me, I'm totally convinced it's God belief. Yeah, that's great. And so let's just this summer put to rest all those plaguing insecurities and weird things that you do to... It, it's... it's um. I'm going to get to a number three, but it, it's, it's, it's the scariest thing in the world to see someone that has all the gifting, but none of the confidence. Wow. You see it. You it's see it in sad. people. Yeah. It's yeah. sad. It's like, oh man, you the know, potential. we were talking about, yeah, your potential, which is a cuss word in itself. <laughs> but the scariest place to me is to go, you had all these wounds and trauma that you just were afraid to face. Mm. And that's what's your Achilles heel. You're you're the biggest. I don't know how to say it to you any other way. You're the biggest problem and the biggest solution in your life. Mm. You're the cog in the wheel, and you're the the one that can lift the lid. Mm-hmm. And so, what's gonna what's gonna allow you to walk in that is a crazy self belief. That's why I pray for my boys. Yeah. That's why I believe for my wife. Confident. Be confident. Be confident. Be sure. Have that boldness. Have that excitement. Have that self belief. When you do that, people do not follow the competent leader. They follow the confident leader. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the whole reason why you're doing these monthly challenges. That's it. Is to reinforce that you can do things. It's like, yeah, if someone's struggling with confidence, I love these challenges because I just do the challenge and I convince myself I'm going to do the things I, can, I said I'm going to do. It just right. builds confidence in you. That's right. I can do hard things. Yeah. Just that, yeah. That's that's half the belief, just going, I can do hard things. We live in such a quitting culture. Mm-hmm. People are looking for the easy way out. If it gets hard, I got to protect my energy. I got to protect my mental health. I got to protect this, that, and the other. Um, If you escape all hard things, you will never grow in life. Jeez. Totally. Because you grow through difficult times. That's right. And so I think that you've got to get confidence to go like, I can go through hard stuff. That's right. I've been through hard stuff before and I'm going to get through it. And it's been hard before, but guess what? I made it and, and I proved to myself I can go through If I can go through that, I can get through anything. That's right. Mm-hmm. So num- number two, um, I want you this summer to use the let them method. Mm. It's from Mel Robbins. It's got a huge podcast, big following. I saw her say, you need to start using the let them method. And the let them method is so much of leadership is we want control and probably the, 
high leader, let's be honest, the reason why you're so great is you control so much. Mm. And so you control this and that and the other. And the only problem with that is it has lied to you and convinced you that you can control everything. But guess what? The longer you live, the more you're like, I can't control my kids. I can't control results. I can't control the economy. I can't control America. I can't. I, I, have, I have actually little control. Mm. I can only control me. Mm-hmm. I can only control my spirit, right. my attitude, to be honest. But let them method is, you know what? If people want to stay and be a part of what you're building, let them. Mm-hmm. If people want to leave, let them. If people want to go start a new endeavor, business endeavor, let them. Let them, uh, you know, what? fill in the blank. I just, I find it to be a great mental pass to go, I have to let people decide what's in their mm-hmm. heart. I let them um before and i have to continue to let them that's right and this to me you know i saw a clip of mel robbins talking about this and i when i saw it i go man that goes back to that confidence it's tied to confidence when i'm confident in who i am i'm not threatened by anything that other people do whether it's good or bad because i know who i am and i know what i'm called to do and i know what i what's in my heart and i know my short-term goals my long-term goals i'm well aware of those so i i stop controlling others when i'm really focused on controlling me mm-hmm. this summer i want you just to let people now there's a tension here i understand yeah. and you go well what part is leadership and what part is letting them i think that's why every leader needs an exuberant amount of discernment yeah you need to be able to discern when do I correct? When do I engage? When do I, you know, have a conversation or when do I, you know, uh, you, you, and you know those times. Right. But most of the time is you got to let them. You got to let people grow up. Mm-hmm. You got to let people, you know, I was just in Charlotte, North Carolina uh, last week and, and, and Stephen Furtick, he had this great thought. He, you know, it was like 60 pastors in the room or so. I don't, I forget the number. And he was, he was talking about this very truth about life, people moving on. And he's talking about, you know, pastors get so upset when people move on. Mm. And he said, um, let me ask you a question. Best case scenario, the staff that are with you right now, best case scenario, how long will the best staff member you have stay? And the, the room starts to laugh. Yeah. Ah, you know, they're like, been there, done that. Oh, man. He goes, best, come on, let's be honest. Best case scenario, how long do they stay? And he goes, I'll tell you, 10 years, best case scenario. And he starts to point out some of the guys that have been with him uh, like 20 years. Mm. He's like, Chunks, Chris Brown, you know, LB, you know, these guys longer. These are rare. Everybody else? Yep. Thank God if they make it to 10, that is like best case scenario. Right. That's crazy. 10. Yep. Mm. And what he was trying to say is, hey, let them. <laughs> when it's time, you got to let people do what's in their heart. To me, I found great comfort in that. What I want to encourage you is to stop con- trying to control uh, people. Stop trying to control your own. Like, this is just part of life is to recognize, like, whatever I do not lay down, whatever I do not hold like this will be taken away from me. So I might as well just gladly offer it up as my whole life is my money, time, energy, resources, people. None of it's mine. None of it belongs to so me. Good. Mm-hmm. N- none of it. Right? Yep. So just live that way. You never be disappointed. You always live in that gratitude. You always live in that thankfulness. Yep. Wow. Yep. How awesome. How great. Ten. <laughs> what a time. 
I just like that. And I, I think Mel Robbins is hitting on that. I think Furtick was hitting on that. And it goes with number three. Listen to this one. Some people would rather create an enemy rather than face themselves. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Let me say it again. Some people would rather create an enemy than face themselves. And when Furtick said this, I said, wow. Because how many times have you and I created an enemy when it was just we didn't want to face our own fears? Rejection, abandonment. Wow. Some people are like, I was abused. No, you're just afraid of facing yourself. Right. You're just afraid of facing the consequences of your own decisions. I don't think people are as bad as you make them, and I don't think people are as good as you make them. Mm. I think they're just people. Mm. And this summer on the bucket list, here it is. Face yourself. Wow. You know how they used to say, face your fears? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think your biggest fear is you. That's mm. right. I think your biggest fear in leadership is really getting down to the nuts and bolts of who are you. To look in the mirror and go, a, here's a Jay-Z line, to look in the mirror and say, there I am. Like, man, wow, that's me. Yeah. You, when you're born, you look like your parents. But when you die, you look like your decisions. Wow. And when you look in the mirror, you have to be able to go, these are the decisions I have made. I can't control anybody. I got to let them. I, I got to be confident in who I am. And I think that instead of making all these enemies, you don't have as many enemies as you think you do. No. Let right. me just say it this way. People are not rooting for you and people are not rooting against you because people are not thinking about you. So good. Nobody is at home rooting against you. No. Yeah, it's so true. And nobody is at home rooting for you, really, because people are rooting for themselves. Yep. That's right. And so you don't have enemies. You don't even got a freaking fan club. Yeah. Let's, let's just be honest. By the way, let me say it this way. Most people are with you right now. They're just along for the ride of success. And the moment you fail, they're off. Right. Wow. Well, because, we saw that already, right? 2020. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. the they're, just, they're just with you for the all the success that you bring. All of the luxury you bring, all of the act, all of the comfort your life brings. And the moment there is failure on your life, bam, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Out. This happened to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. These 12 were in his back pocket until the moment somebody came and snatched this guy up and they were like, yo, deuces, we out. <laughs> we out. No, 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 no. no. We're not playing that. Right. Peter, weren't you with the guy? No, no, no. I don't know that man. Yep. I do not know that man. I do not. Thomas, where you at? Oh, I'm on the road. <laughs> well, I was hoping, but he's a joker. That guy was hoping, but I don't know. I don't think he was the guy. So you got to understand if that could happen with that guy. Right. Right. Last time right. I checked, I don't walk on water. I don't take, take you know, a little bit of fish and bread and to feed five. I don't do all that. I don't raise dead people. I don't do deaf people, mute people, none of it. And if they bounce that fast. So come on, man. Yeah. Yep. You got to understand that you are the person that is blocking the future of your blessing. And so stop avoiding facing yourself and start making lists and columns. What do I need to work on? So good. What do I need to improve on? Why is this not working in my relationships? Why is this not working in my business? Why is this not working with my coworkers? Why is this not working in my family, in my friendships? Fill in the blank. Let's like, let's get honest. Yeah. Yeah, I heard a story the other day. This preacher got up. He goes, I feel hot today. <laughs> Honest, open, transparent. Not wow. real. That's I said, real. get <laughs> out of here. Get out of here. I want here. it on a shirt, though. I do. I want yeah. it on a shirt. I feel hot. 
okay, if you're going to be hot with others, can you be hot with yourself? Like, can you just look in the mirror and be like, let's have an honest moment, self. Right. Yep. Let's, let's be open. Mm-hmm. About all of our failures and all of our struggles and all of our vows we broke. What what mess have you made? Right. It, it's pretty crazy how much, if, if you're able to be open with yourself, how much it diffuses the power of your problems in your life. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I go, I remember the um, the scene in in 8 Mile. I've only seen this one scene, of course. Oh, my gosh. You know, B-Rabbi, he goes, he says all the stuff, all the problems of his life, he says it before the other guy. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. It, it just totally diffuses this guy's argument. Like he couldn't stand up to it. That's right. And I think you know, my dad used to say, growing up, he he, he said a number of times, "Everybody is laughing at you. <laughs> you might as well jump in." That's so funny. What he's saying is like, "Hey, bro, your weaknesses are on full display. So are your strengths, but so are your weaknesses." Yeah. And everybody's laughing. Why don't you just jump in? So good. So many people would rather create an enemy than face themselves. Man, I'm not winning because you know them. And they, and those, and him, or her, or that thing, that situation. I don't know. Maybe it's you. Can we just go back to a bar real quick that you said, just real casually, when you're born, you look like your parents, and when you die, you look like your decisions? Such but a bar. I almost actually said out loud when that was said, that's a bar. <laughs> is, it, is it the truth? Is it the truth when you die? You look like your decision. So let's just be honest. We got some decisions to make. Mm. You know, I've been teaching about money in this uh, connect group I lead, School of Generosity. I've been thinking about money and my stewardship of it. And what my conclusion on money is money requires a lot of choices, just like life. Mm-hmm. And will I assign the dollars in the appropriate buckets of my life because the faster and the better I get with making decisions about money, it's actually affecting my diet. It's actually affecting my time management. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, you know, it's like everything affects everything. That's right. And so we can't live in these compartmental lives. That's why I don't believe like <laughs> I'm good here, but I'm atrocious there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It affects, it connects it's, I got to look in the mirror. I, it's just it's just leadership. You know, it's so funny. I got my haircut today. The only time this lady could cut my hair that I really enjoy getting my haircut from this. She's, she's to me, the best for me. And I say, how you doing? And she goes, I need to read your book, Help I Work With People. <laughs> oh, and I said, wow, okay. What's going on? She, she starts telling me. And I said, um, well, you know, she goes, is the book like how to win friends and influence people? And I go, well, no, it's more, I don't know if this is going dis- to disappoint you. It's more saying that you're the problem, not them. <laughs> That's what the book's about. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. The book is two thirds pretty much about I'm the issue, not them. Yeah. Right. So whenever I look at help I work with people, I don't think, man, the people are the problem. It's like, I'm actually the problem. Mm-hmm. It's the way that I react is the way that I treat is the way you can go back and go like, and that's leadership. Leadership is not about playing the blame game, which is what much of this book is about. It's about really taking responsibility and ownership and humility. And that's how you add value. I really believe that. And this, no one's above repenting. No one's above apologizing. No one's above going like, dude, I messed up here in hindsight. 
but we got to get better and we got to face ourselves. Here's the fourth thing in this summer on the summer bucket list. I want you to make a life bucket list. Chris Hodges, when he was here recently, he was talking about this moment he had of making a bucket list. And I have sat down and I'm starting to make my life bucket list. So good. And so I, this summer, I want you to do that. I don't want you to make a summer bucket Mm. list. I want you to make a life bucket list. Um, I'll tell you a few of mine. Is that okay? Mm. Please. We'd love to hear. Uh, On my bucket list is I, I'm going to be careful here because I don't want to share too much, but I want to own a golf course one day. Wow. It's on my bucket list. That's so cool. I want to own a hotel, a boutique hotel. Ooh. Wow. Like, like eight to 12 rooms yeah. hotel. So cool. I want to play the top 100 golf courses in America. And I've actually gone through and checked off a few of them already, which is great. This is so cool. It's amazing. Yeah. But like, I'm just, I'm creating my life bucket list. Such fun stuff. I want to, I want to have one of my, we're just finalizing. We're about to start book number five. And I want to write a New York Times bestseller. It's on my bucket list. I just think just cool stuff. Stuff that's just like, let's go after it. Yeah, yeah. Let's dream. Let's, I just don't think we dream enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just get in the monotony and the minutia and they're just like, oh, whoa, life, this, that. It's like, where are the dreamers at? Come yeah. on. Get some vision. Get excited about something. And it's crazy. Sure, it's crazy. Who's going to own a golf course? I don't know. But you never know. Right, right, right. So some of it's like wishy. Some of it's like out there. But it's like at least it's conditioning me to dream. That's right. And so that is a big one. I want to, I want, and I want you to dream big. Mm. I have three tattoos. G, better at 70, and Ephesians 3.20 on my body. Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly far above anything you could ask, think, or imagine. And the story of my life is God has done more than I ever asked and more than I ever imagined and more than I ever thought. So I'm just going to keep on getting swept up into the EPH 3.20. Love it. Let's just, let's just dream. So good. And the last one, number five, this is, this, is, this is the big one. I get excited about this one. It's the fifth thing I want you to do this summer. Oh, this is this is a good one. I want you this summer to go make a new friend. I like this. That's so fun. Like I have a new friend. Yeah. Like a new buddy. It's great. Just make a new friend. I love that. I got a couple new friends. Yeah. You ever notice when you get a new friend, you're like you just enjoy texting. You're just like, what's up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I don't know what you're like, really. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got a text from a guy today that was at this thing with Furtick, and I, I've known of him for a long time. And uh, he texted me today, and he said, "Man, you know, I love being around you." Love, and I said, "Man, you were my highlight. You're one of my highlights." When are you coming to LA? Let's hang out. When are we getting together? I got a new buddy. That's great. Got some new buddies through my kids' school. Mm. Got some new buddies through my kids' baseball. Yep. New friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get some, you know, and, and oh God, come on. Are we so grateful for old friends? Oh, Jesus. So grateful. Just, oh, I'm so grateful for my friends. People come, I was telling Winston yesterday, we're driving home, went to a couple barbecues yesterday. We're driving home. And he was asking about somebody. Oh, sorry. He was asking about uh, the last person's barbecue we went to. Who was that guy, Dad? So I was telling how my I know my friend Ryan, Ryan Good. Mm. 
as I was telling you know I've known him for X amount of years and da da da, da and we start talking and da 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 and and, and it was just so much fun and I said to Winston I said you know um, Winston people come into your life for a reason a season or a lifetime people will come into your life for a reason a season or a lifetime so good and you have to be able to determine after a certain amount of time, was there a reason they came or was there a reason I was in their life? Was that a season of time and how awesome was that season? Or is this person in my life for life? Mm. And I think that is the fun thing about friendship. It, am I here for a reason? Mm. Am I here for a season? That's right. Or am I here for a lifetime? We got work to do, leaners. It's the summertime. Let's go. Mm.